Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Oh, and welcome, hello, and hi. Hi. Where you join us uh, sat on my bed. That's where we are today. You've got sat this lovely... on my bed. Blush bed linen on. Well, that's kind. It's been on a while. Don't get too near. Oh, I know. I love this bed linen. <laughs> this is one of my favourites that you have. Really? Mm. Well, it's only one of two. And where's Mrs. Eiderdown? Mrs. Eiderdown has gone. Not gone, but gone away. She just doesn't work in here anymore. Ever since we had the blue oh yeah you kept that quiet i mean i am on the extradited her have you i do want a new heavy blanket i would love to go either down shopping with you god what a who in fact we've still got john lewis vouchers left over from the wedding the very thing (laughs) the very idea i'm really in the market for a toaster are you yeah and a food processor Mm. i've been in the market for a food processor for like four years (laughs) and the toaster i keep putting off because i'm like well if i have it i'll constantly have bread and you know just like this whole thing i'm always grilling that bread i'm always on that grill like who am i kidding it's also counting to top space that's something that really stresses okay, me out you've yeah, seen sure. that you've seen what i've got going on i went to somebody's house and they keep their toaster in a cupboard i've seen that i have seen that happen i find it disturbing no lifting out putting in crumbs in the cupboard it, if yeah. you do it it's no, all good but i don't know if it's she for me toasts in the cupboard the heat rising through the cupboard i was shocked i don't think it can be safe honestly yeah she had like a de- like open the cupboard popped a bagel in she didn't close the cupboard actually that's important my old housemate at uni used to turn the toaster on its side and put cheese and toast in and whack it down and make cheese that and is toast asking for trouble oh i was like that what is, the on it, hell is going on very experienced to be doing he wasn't that. no he was not experienced though <laughs> so, birds are potato waffles i've said it before i'll say it again from frozen in the toaster no works absolutely glorious yeah oh my god what a hack (laughs) you've never told me that really you've never told me that key piece of information birds eye potato waffles straight from freezer in the toaster done you might have to put them down a couple of times sure thawing but done yeah well on your way enjoy that good god i mean that should have really cemented your decision to make a toaster right there (laughs) oh darling now look since we last podded, there has been a wedding. <laughs> it was your brother Nick's wedding. It was. On Monday. Oh my God, the it pictures was. pictures are... I mean, it, it looks like wedding of the year. She looked amazing. Yeah, I mean, she's very attractive. Yeah, she's a well, very she's beautiful. your friend, yeah, of course. <laughs> but, it, I mean, it's funny. I was thinking this on the way here because you've experienced your own wedding. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you've never experienced 
a sibling's wedding. No. I'm telling you, when it comes for you, you are going to be a mess. And at the time, <laughs> you're like, I've got this in the bag. Yeah. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be completely fine. And it's full on emotions, like yeah. really full on. And I was Nick's best man. And so I'd have to do like a lot of manly things that had yeah. to happen. Sit here, madam. Yeah, I was like, yes. well, yeah. Can and you move was, back a row, please? I know, I was like, <laughs> I have to really assume deep voice whilst wearing that look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I walked in, that look paid for itself when I walked yeah. into the reception room before the wedding had started. People cried. No, Tamar's auntie turned to me and went, oh my God, you look sensational. And I was like, that's paid for itself. Thank you. <laughs> That's like, I don't need anybody else to comment on this look. <laughs> and I'm done. But I will say, Port Salut crew, it was a hard look to find. That, that yeah, It took me ages. It. it took me you ages. Were, you had to work for it, but it paid off. It paid off. The search paid off. Now, there's a few, there are a few funny stories from this wedding. Now, I'm going to save some for the Ken and Sheila news, but there was one moment, and I do, like, I keep laughing and crying about various moments in the wedding. Like, I cried folding bed linen yesterday because I was like, they're going to have their life together. They're going to be folding bed linen together. And I started crying. Dutch is like, what is going on? <laughs> I cried the other day because Felix, my beautiful nephew, um, a Radiohead song came on. It was no surprises. And I was like, Felix has never heard this. And I started crying. <laughs> I got really, I was really sobbing. Because <laughs> he'd never heard Radiohead. <laughs> You're ridiculous. I am ridiculous. So, I'm very on the edge. I was stood next to Nick and I had been given, Nick just casually asked me like an hour before the wedding, he was like, oh Jules, I need you to look after the rings. I was like, oh my God, are you asking me to be the ring bearer? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, no, ask me properly. Yes. I was like, ask me properly. I want a full printed. <laughs> I made notes. Ken I film it. Yeah, I made Ken. I was like, get your iPhone out, Ken, film this. <laughs> Oh my god, that's brilliant. Well, I hadn't I hadn't considered I wanted an embossed cushion with a request placed upon I it. I hadn't considered this this ring box in the look. Take them out of the box. Abandon the box. No, I, he would Nick wouldn't let me open the box. He was like you, he was like you're not seeing them before they're open. You'll have to just see them when you open the ring box. I was like, how do you know who's is who's? Oh my god, I'm in bits. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, there was just one box. They were both in the same okay, box. Okay, fine, good. Good, good, good. So then we get into the main room and I'm with Nick and you'll know this from doing and she's telling him everything that's going to happen during the wedding and Nick is all over the shop so yeah. I'm calling the shots. I'm saying that works, that doesn't work. This yeah. is going to be like Tamar comes down the aisle. It's a very, very emotional thing. I was just like, I can't look at anyone. Ken's in bits. Oh my God. Ken is like on the knees wailing. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Ken's in a Baptist church having a moment. Yeah. yeah. And then um, they start the ceremony and I was like, I should really sit myself down now. So I kind of like edge off. I probably shouldn't be standing between them. <laughs> so I sat myself down. And um, Nick read his vows to Tamar, which was so amazing. And then just before she did, Tamar passed me like this little tissue. And then she, because I was like, oh, she's been crying and everything. Anyway, I have to get up to like give the rings, yeah. open the box. The rings were stunning. And I, I couldn't help it. I went, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so then hand the rings. You should have let you see them before. <laughs> and as Nick was putting the ring on, I was crying and like, like dabbing my eyes. Because you were the ring bear. And I was like, oh my God, this is so lovely. And then Tamar's like, just can I have my vows? And I was like, what? Oh my God. The little piece of paper that Tamar had given me, I'd been wiping my eyes on and it had her vows on. Oh my. I was like, 
That is <laughs> sensational. I was like, I had to give it a ring out and I was like, I'm so sorry I've been crying into your mouth. <laughs> That's superb. Who oh does that? Oh my God, that is brilliant. What were they written oh, on? It was something very loose and foldable. I was going to say, a bit of loo roll <laughs> scribbled that morning. <laughs> um, but then, obviously, the party got going and it was a big guffawing event. Yeah. Now, one, one of mine and Tamar's friends had flown over from Japan and was suffering very badly with jet lag. Oh, dear. And so, anyway, the party goes on. I think he'd been drinking for quite some time. Yeah, he fell sat, over. Sat himself down and yeah. fell asleep. Yeah. Auntie Christine got herself in a right mess and thought he's, he'd died. <laughs> So Auntie Christine apparently grabbed Dad and was like, I think someone's died in the corner. And Dad was like, oh my God. So he came over and he was like, What a thing to hear at your son's wedding. I think someone's died in the corner. Oh my God. That's, that's too much. I mean, they're from a council estate in Wakefield. Like, there's sure. nothing they've not seen before. I, know, I was going to say. Standard. So then Dad was like, well, you're going to have to wake him up. Like, you're going to have to just go check. From so the dead. Christine went over and just... And went, boom. She just shoved him once. He then woke up. Attacking him with a defibrillator. He then woke up. Yeah. She sat herself down and, like, pretended to, like, fiddle with something. And then apparently he just... What, like she hadn't just shoved him? Yeah. Well, <laughs> then he stood up and went and sat in another sofa and fell asleep. And Auntie Christine looked at Ken. Ken looked at Auntie Christine. They nodded and got back to the party. They were like, yeah. good to know this he's not fine. dead. Yes, he's just... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that is glorious do you know i forgot to tell <laughs> it reminds me i forgot to tell you this story so you know when i went home a couple of weeks ago and nanny was there nanny yes. lula was there we started talking about annika rice being on strictly yeah. and inevitably i brought out one of the greatest podcast stories of all time when jules knocked off annika rice's leg at madame two swords yes. right so i'm telling this and <laughs> Mum and Nan told me the most amazing story. Mum took Nan to Madame Tussauds. This was years ago, right? This was years ago for her birthday. And they're walking around and everything, they're going around. Do you know this story? No, but I'm just imagining what's coming up. <laughs> so... Is Nanny Lula on foot or in a wheelchair? Nanny Lula is on foot, but slowly. She's got yeah. a stick, but she, she, she was slow. So consequently... She had to keep sitting down, right? So she sits down at Madame Tussauds, like in amongst it all, right? Surrounded by these waxworks and falls asleep, right? She just nodded off for a minute. Mum had, had like seen the room and was like, oh, where's, where's, where's Nan? And found her asleep with all these Japanese tourists taking pictures of her because they thought, because she... They thought she was a waxwork. And they thought she was obviously some famous actress, some UK British star, that, well, we don't know who it is, but they were taking pictures of Nan asleep on a chair. <laughs> anyway, she woke up and scared them to death. She was scared of them. She was like, ah! And they were like, ah! <laughs> Isn't that glorious? Oh my 
my god. Oh my god. I was like, I can't believe you've never told me this story. This is just absolutely superb. So funnily enough, this weekend, I also was slightly wedding related. Yes. Because I went to your friend of mine, Charlotte's Hendo. Yes. So I went to this Hendo, lovely Hendo, really, really nice. It was very, um, it was actually very chic. It was a very chic Hendo in that we met, we had lovely luxury greys thing, couple of drinks at the house, played Mr. and Mrs. Then we went, she loves Elton John, so we went and made Elton John glasses. Oh, crafty, crafty, lovely meal, bit of sea bass. I'd pre-ordered. You know when you pre-order? Stressful, I always think, because really you never want stressful. what you pre-order. Oh, and I did, I really didn't want I it. always pre-order really healthy options. Do, yeah. I always pre-order healthy, and then it's like one of those things where you're drinking, and I'm like, why didn't I what order I chips? What? Yeah. I don't want this. Well, I... So the, 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 Steamed and broccoli. And nobody knows what they've ordered. The spreadsheet comes out like this. Turns out I'd ordered a, a cod croquette, which I was happy about. Mm. But also I'd ordered sea bass. And the sea bass had no carb. No carb. It was sea bass, clams and a bit of fennel. I mean, it was lovely. If it was a Tuesday night, I would have been thrilled. But I wish I'd had the lamb and sweet potato. And nobody was swapping nobody was you wouldn't the head bride you're not going to swap onto that no from the bridesmaid that. who'd organized it all i said look beth if there's any chance she laughing your face anybody <laughs> wants to swap can you just put the feelers out if anybody feels oh no lamb oh i didn't mean to order that she came back and she said no one's going to swap and i'll be honest i'm having lamb and I'm not swapping either. And I was like, it's good of you to tell me, Beth. It's good of you to tell appreciate me. appreciate your honesty, Thank actually, you today, much. Beth. And do you know what? She gave me a little bit of the end of hers, which I thought was very, very kind, actually. <laughs> very, very nice. Lovely Hendu. We'll go for a couple of drinks afterwards. The best thing is Charlotte, the bride, is having a cup of tea. By half past nine, she's home and cleansed. Right, that's the Hendu. So when picked up the case and everything, I've booked myself. Now, I wanted to stay at the Premier Inn by the station. That would have done me fine. Fully booked, couldn't get in, they've had a run on. So I was like, oh God, right. So I went on, you know, I'm looking and, and I found this little B&B, 40 quid for the night, including breakfast. That's very right. good. I know, very good. Well, what I didn't realise until the booking confirmation came through, shared bathroom. Mm. I stayed in the smallest hotel room I've ever been in it, like comically small. The sink, there was a sink in the corner. Did you brush your teeth an from your bed? shoebox. I really could. I really could. I could lift and put the TV on, which was mounted on a wall mount from the bed. It was, it was a tiny single bed. I could just I'm about hot. touch the wall. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection. Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I got there at like 11 o'clock. I got a pizza on the way, right? <laughs> on the way home. I was walking up this hill. What an image. And you know when you get somewhere and you realise quite how drunk you are? And I was like, I'll have a small margarita, please. <laughs> anyway, he gave it me. And he looked at me and I was like, thanks, like cobbling about, right? And he went, he went, where do you live, love? My driver will give you a lift. And I was like, oh my God, that's how drunk I look. I was like, I'll be fine, like this. And then as I went to walk out, they had like booth seating and I took one of the booths with me. Like I didn't realise it wasn't put down. I was like, I was like, oh my God, what a hot mess. I've been offered a lift by the pizza man. That's how drunk I am. Oh. I'd have taken that lift. I know, yeah. Looking back, I definitely should have done it. I couldn't get into it. Did you eat your pizza in that tiny room? I'm afraid to That's say. disgusting. I'd I'm, have eaten I'm it ashamed. on the street. I'm ashamed that I did that, but I, yeah, I did. I ate it. Oh, well, there was only... Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> now, will we do a bit of correspondence? Oh my gosh, let's. And there's some really, there's so many. Yeah. There's so many lovely cards here. Um, I've got one that's definitely from the USA, four judging from there. the full stamp. <laughs> Is that necessary? <laughs> Hello, Jules and Sarah. Hi. You are both awesome, especially when you do your accents. Well, look what we're, look, look what's happening right yeah. now, sweetie. Um, I see a movie in your future. Oh. oh. <laughs> I hope. We're watching one. I hope I read on and this is a pitch from an agent in LA or something. I see a movie. Um, you could be actors. Love from Chicago, Missy. Thanks very much, Missy. Missy, that's very kind of you. <laughs> I love that she wrote all the way from the States to tell us that. I love that. <laughs> so I've had, uh, well, we've had this lovely postcard, which it's a Quentin Blake. Now, I believe this is the scene from Matilda where Bruce Bogtrotter has to eat the entire chocolate cake. I identify with Bruce. We all have been Bruce. <laughs> I was like it with a pizza on Saturday. Dear Jules and Sarah. Now, this is lovely because look at the artistry that's been put into Dear Jules and Sarah. Has that been illustrated? Yeah, that's a drop shadow on the letters there. Oh, what <laughs> drop shadow? <laughs> Hello from Malaysia. Malaysia. We've never had a postcard We've from Malaysia. never reached that far. I just wanted to say thank you so much for having created this fantastic podcast and for Wobble too. I have had some rough times and listening to you guys has helped me so much. You have fans all over the world. Boom! On a big sticker. With love, Grace. P.S. I hope this makes it safely. Well, Grace, it has. It has. Doesn't look like it's come from Malaysia, does no, that? It really that doesn't. postcard is white and it's not picked up a jot of filth, has it? It's amazing. The postal service, it just amazes us every time. Haven't they got nice stamps? Look at those hyacinths on those stamps. Exquisite. And funny that you only need two stamps from Malaysia and yet four from America. <laughs> There's no rhyme nor reason to it. <laughs> we will give out the P.O. Box address. We love postcards. We, we love love them. a good postcard please please wherever you are send us a postcard the tackier the better these are actually very very chic these are they quite are. classy po are. classy postcards you can
can get us, of course, online anytime. I'm at this Sarah Powell. And I'm at Jules Von Hepp. So look, we've heard about how Ken was in, the, in amongst all this. A wet puddle, it sounds. Burning it up on the dance floor, no doubt. Sheila, Ken, father and mother of the groom, how the hell did it go? They pulled it together so well. Now they, Tamar and Nick, decided not to stay in the pig's chosen bridal suite the pig was the hotel pig was the hotel yeah sorry yeah, <laughs> yeah. And just to, just to actually Some be clear nativity scene <laughs> no so nick and tamar decided to stay in the hotel in a different room so ken and sheila were given the bridal suite how funny why didn't they want it how odd? it was in a different building and oh, they wanted to be in the main house with sure. everyone okay which I, and their room was divine good luck to them anyway so Ken and Sheila, we had the rehearsal dinner on uh, Sunday night and then on Monday was the wedding day. Now, Monday morning, we're all down at breakfast and I'm sitting on the table with all the fam and I sit next to Ken. I said, did you sleep all right? And Dad said, well, we had a little visitor in the night. I said, what do you mean? Oh, well, you know, we're in the barn. We had this fly buzzing around and I just couldn't I couldn't get it. And I was like, well, what happened? He said, well, your mum woke up. I was up. And so I just knew that I had to get it. And I turned to Sheila and said, we don't have our usual fly swatting <laughs> stuff with us. What are we going to use? And Sheila sat there, turned to dad and went, my chakra spray. <laughs> so <laughs> Sheila reached into her bag, got, got this chakra spray out. A slipper. <laughs> A slipper is the thing. So Ken, I said, well, what did you do? He was like, well... I was bouncing in the nip on the bed, oh spraying this fly with chakra spray. The room smelt gorgeous. <laughs> and our chakras were completely aligned. And he said, eventually I got in it and it went down in a spiral onto the floor. And he said, I leaned over and looked at it and then it just leapt back into the air and it had more energy than before. And I was like, oh my God. chakras were so beautifully aligned. So then I was like, well, what happened? He was like, well, it found a place and went to sleep and then we... <laughs> And then we, in. we fell asleep. I was like, okay, fine. So anyway, the next day, we were all getting ready and Dad, Nick and I went for a walk and Sheila was first to have her makeup done. So once she was makeup and hair done, she wasn't leaving that room. No. No way. So I was like, I better just go check on her and see that she's not been made into like a contestant from RuPaul. Yeah. <laughs> just check yeah. that everything's all right. <laughs> yeah. If in doubt, blend it out. So then... <laughs> I went upstairs to the room and like mum looked stunning, Aww. like absolutely stunning. And I said, oh, was your makeup girl nice? She went, oh, she was lovely. She was absolutely lovely. But that fly came back halfway through. I was like, you are joking. She was like, there I was trying to have my lashes on, around. So I said to the girl, you need to get this chakra spray. So mum had the hair oh and God. makeup artist running around the room. Anyway, they got it. And the makeup artist, the, I think the fly sadly passed. Yeah. And the makeup, <laughs> the makeup artist turned to Sheila and was like, that is going to be the most zen death ever. That thing's going to be hit and suddenly reach Nirvana and just pass. It's coming back as the Dalai Lama. <laughs> Sheila then progressed to tell everyone that it was a full moon and that we should all be manifesting. Right, so made yes. us before the wedding, That's she was like, moon. it's full moon, the yeah. energy's here, let's all get it out and we're all stood manifesting the full moon energy. Yeah. Bunch of witches, the Von Hertz. I love it. Absolute oh bunch my God. of witches. What a gorgeous thing to have a full moon the night before your wedding. Oh, how heavenly. But like, they were just gorgeous on the day. Oh. Ken and Sheila were gorgeous. The last thing I saw was Ken with a piece of pizza and a decoy duck under his arm dancing. Well, I wasn't that far off on Saturday <laughs> night. I know exactly how it I was like, you need to go to bed. 
<laughs> it's funny though with Ken and Sheila at hangover breakfast because Ken likes to know all the goss. Yeah. And Sheila's not up for chatting about all the goss. Anyway, Ken's like, well, and then I did this, and then this happened, and then this happened. Mum just turns to me and she's like, everywhere I look, somebody's just staring into a corner in this room. <laughs> she's like, everyone looks sweaty and everyone's staring. <laughs> I was like, mm. Crawling I down over an egg. I looked down the table and Uncle Martin's just sat there with a fried egg sandwich looking into the abyss. I was like, oh my God. Seeing his future. <laughs> How is June? June. So I've been with June. I've been in June's presence. June came down to London last night. We went out for a fishy gouge on last night. It was oh. sensational. Mm. We had a lovely, lovely time. And the first thing that I just want to clear up is what was going on with Dancing Roy. If you cast your mind back to the podcast last week, June had sent oh, pictures yeah. from the Wilmslow School of Dance with Roy. I said, June, but Roy was nowhere to be seen. going on? You dancing with Roy? She said, no, no. Do you remember that the Pilates studio got burnt down? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, remember? Yeah. yeah. So... R.I.P. R.I.P. Well, they've rebuilt it. Oh. They've rebuilt it, but they haven't quite figured out the uh, stair to get up there yet. That's still not done. So consequently, to get up to Pilates, they have to go through the Wilmslow School of Dance. They have to go up Roy's Back Passage to get up there. Oh, heaven. So that's what's been going on. That's where she took all the pictures from. Turns out she's not foxtrotting, you know, off into the sunset with Roy. She just had to go up there to get to Pilates. You don't want to take a wrong turn in that building, do you? Absolutely not. No, God knows where you'd end up. <laughs> anyway, if you'd like to join this hip-hop street yes. dance class... <laughs> Modern tap, come on in. <laughs> T-shoes. Doors locked. <laughs> I never wanted to come in. So that was what, I just had to explain that for anyone. Still wondering. Yeah, still wondering what is going on with June and Roy, if that has. But when I met, so June yesterday, she was in London because she'd met up with two very, very old friends who'd come down from Leicestershire, Sue and Jane. Hi to Sue and Hi, Jane. Sue and Jane. Right. Jane is a bit of a riot. Right. Jane's, you know... And she gets there. Anyway, turns out Jane, Jane had flown out of the house that morning. She just got everything ready. She got on the train. Jane's on the train. It's only when she's on the train that she realises she's put odd boots on, right? <laughs> <laughs> she's got a black and a navy. And the best thing is, they're not even the same design. <laughs> one of them's got a full buckle. The other one hasn't. They're different heights. <laughs> the knights are drawing in, <laughs> Jane. <laughs> Don't worry about it. She just couldn't see properly in the morning. Jane also told this great story, because she's a teacher, that it had been World Book Day. And she said, Jane says that she remembers a time when, you know, a stuffed pair of tights as a tail and meow, meow, the cat was enough. Not anymore. You've got to go full Amazon, right? And she kept getting outdone by this other teacher who went the full Snow White and looked amazing. So she ordered she ordered a Mary Poppins outfit from, from Amazon, right? She said she was scratching all day, the <laughs> nylon round her neck. It was unbearable. She said it didn't look chic and it didn't look tacky. They never it was do, the awful. It was the awful, just cheap, flammable in between. So she said that... When it came round to it, instead of a school, uh, instead of a summer fair this year, they did the Scarecrow Fair. She donated it. <laughs> she donated it to the school Scarecrow. Oh, they that's were like, good. Are you sure? She was like, No, I insist. Have it. Well, it's better that than it going in the bin. Absolutely. She's done the right thing. Yeah, she's then. done the right thing, popping it on a Scarecrow, donating it. So we started talking and they start reminiscing and all this kind of stuff. And for some reason, we were talking about 
June's chocolate brown 70s velvet curtains, right? Which she absolutely I've not heard loved. a jot about those. <laughs> well, apparently they were saved up for and they were like the pride and joy. The only problem was the cat kept weeing up them, right? It was a oh. big problem for June with her velvet curtains, right? But the other <laughs> thing that she'd got... <laughs> I don't know where to go with any of that. <laughs> Let me just digest that for just a second. I think there's a euphemism there. Anyway. It definitely is. Anyway, the other thing that she had was a three-piece vinyl brown sofa, right? Which apparently... Vinyl? Yes, I know. That's, that's what piqued <laughs> my interest. take a moment there, actually. With an orange trim. And I said, June... Yeah, I said, June, that'd be top of the range now. I said, everyone would go mad for that now. Well, they'd had it, right? So they wanted to get rid of it. She'd got this other suite coming in. So she put an advert. She put an advert in the local paper, right? Three-piece uh, brown suite for sale. You know, come and have a look. <laughs> Unfortunately, in the paper they'd left the e off the end. This woman rang up and said, oh, "Here, you've got a lovely three-piece brown suit. My husband wants. My husband's in the market." <laughs> going on June my will have had very a, interested oh my god she'll have been at a wit's end with that oh god that was funny though when she paid for the advert as well she'll be livid <laughs> <laughs> oh god will we do a bit of news from the north oh my god let's this one comes from the newark advertiser lovely home bake in southwell has been shortlisted for britain's best small shop of 2019 oh, this is actually lovely. a really lovely story a dessert shop is in the running to be named as Britain's best small shop of 2019. Home Bake on Queen Street Southwell is on a 25 shop shortlist to be Britain's best small shop of 2019. This is fantastic. I couldn't, I couldn't read this after a Negroni, no way. <laughs> home, <laughs> home baker Helen, Helen Netherwood, who opened the shop in 2016, said making the shortlist came as a sweet surprise. Nice. I've been bustling to tell people we've made finals, said Helen. <laughs> we entered in September before we went on holiday and we came back to the good news, but we weren't allowed to tell anybody until now. Helen, pictured, has been baking for a long time and she can remember and has a degree in food science. Mark Wormsley, chairman of the Independent Retailers Confederation, which organised the competition, said, Independent retailers are the lifeblood of UK high streets. The winner of the competition will be announced at an event at the Houses of Parliament oh on November gosh. the 5th. Oh. Bonfire night. Well, November the 5th. Risky to do anything at the Houses of Parliament that day. Also, I thought they were a bit preoccupied with Brexit. Yes, no. Out, no, this is the priority. No. Someone's sugar Good. buns need to win. Good. <laughs> we are up against some really great shops, so I'm very open about what will happen, said Helen, which I think is a really lovely way to look Absolutely. at it, Helen. Absolutely. She'll have a lovely day out, Helen. Helen in this picture here looks like she's been stood by an oven all morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Nice, Good isn't luck. it? Good, Good luck, luck, Helen. And either way, you know, that's a fascinator and a day out, isn't it? Nice to say you've been. Yeah. Lovely. Imagine the Facebook photos. My news from the north comes from Chester Live. <gasps> 
why Chester's annual Christmas parade won't include festive light switch on for the first time in living history. Oh my God, what's happened? It's my dreams turn on light somewhere. Oh, it'd be the best. That's like my it? absolute oh, dream. Because your brushing shoulders are like Atomic Kitten yeah. and Liberty X, you that, know, all yeah, of those. That, yeah, that for me, I've, I've made it. Yeah, you're in that legacy, aren't you? For the first time in recent memory, Chester's Christmas lights will be switched on automatically a week before the city's biggest annual Christmas event. Usually the 12 days of Christmas parade coincides with the highly anticipated switch on of the Christmas lights in Chester city centre. This year, Ches Cheshire West and Chester Council, I couldn't also not read this after the <laughs> groaning, has altered the plans to coincide with the opening of Chester's Christmas market. Are you following? It means that, bizarrely, Chester's Christmas lights and the Chester will be switched on automatically with no fuss on November the 14th and will have been on for one whole week before the Christmas parade which features Santa Claus and a fireworks display. They've had enough. The reason for the change, a council spokesperson told Cheshire Live, is simply because of the sheer amount of events happening in the city during November. Due to the Remembrance Sunday commemorations finishing this year on a Monday and the amount of time it takes to prepare and build the market, the Chester Christmas Market 2019 will open on a Saturday for the first time on November the 16th. Oh my God. And to ensure the market looks as festive as it can be, it means that the city's main Christmas lights need to be switched on in advance to coincide with the opening. However, the council spokesperson emphasised that the annual Christmas parade, which takes place on Thursday, November the 21st, will still be every bit as spectacular as it usually is, even without the usual Christmas lights switch on. There are so many events going on in Chester, and last year it was a tight time frame, but this year, for some reason, there just isn't the time to build the market in time. But the parade will still be a spectacular event with Santa, late night shopping and the fireworks display at the amphitheatre. It will still be every bit of festive as usual, the spokesperson added. The alternative would be to keep everything off and have the market in darkness for its first week. This way it will be under festive lights and there will be the annual Christmas spectacle. Councillor Louise Gittins, leader of the council, added, there's a lot of work going behind the scenes every year to prepare for Christmas. By working with the CH1 Chester Bid, Marketing Cheshire, local businesses and a small army of volunteers, the city is transformed. I'd like to thank all those people and extend a warm welcome to the many thousands of people who will be visiting Chester over the next few months. Across the borough, our teams put up four 30 to 35 foot Christmas trees decorated with approximately 11,000 LED lights, plus a further 50,000 LED lights on other trees. I know. God, I feel a bit deflated on. from that, to be honest. <laughs> Are you a bit disappointed? Well, I just feel like they've they've short. I understand what they've done. They've had but... hell on the meetings that they will have had. How can we get round it, Louise? How can we? It's all we? potholes. There's Christmas lights. Yeah, that. but we can't have the market in darkness. Oh. God, I'd love to go to that. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll join the, a council one day. No, I could. Well, why don't you ring them up and say, I'll come and pop them off. I'll come and do it for you. Know, you know, if, if you are looking for any yeah. talent. <laughs> May I suggest? <laughs> I've watched Hollyoaks. I know Chester. Done more than watch Hollyoaks. Oh, yes. Let's no, lest we forget. <laughs> do you want to play other games? Yes. Okay, Jules. Mm. In honour of Nick's wedding, you have 20 seconds to name as many things that you might see at a wedding. Are you ready? Oh my God, Nick's wedding is not like a normal wedding. Well, take yourself to a normal wedding. You've been to a lot of weddings. Come on, okay, dig okay, in. Okay, okay, okay. Go. Um, hats, bridal dress, bridesmaid's dress, veils, suits, um, flowers, um, rings, uh, 
bread baskets, churches. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> Sarah Powell at weddings. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Hello. Tan. And that's it, Tan. <laughs> I think you did very well there. Very, so. very well. Yeah, really good. <laughs> oh my gosh, Portslough crew, we adore you for listening. We just we love you so much. Please write to us. Please send us postcards. We keep all of them, and we absolutely adore you. They're for amazing. To us. The address is the Portslough crew HQ. PO box six six seven four seven London N W five nine G H. And we do always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? Affirmation. Fun. The plan is to move. Mm. Move out, move on, move up. Yes! And move smarter. Oh, ho, ho, yes! We adore you for listening and we will see you next time. Bye! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.